the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. He said, I, President Biden, I wish you to be the leader of the free world. And I think history is going to look back on this moment because there is a shift going on in the global dynamic, in the alignment of nations, whether it's Russia, China, Iran, the United States, a newly strengthened NATO. And the United States has a role to play, or it's a moment where the United States kind of allows others to play that role. Martha McCallum putting in perspective today Volodymyr Zelensky, president of Ukraine's speech to Congress. Joe Biden will react to it, although when, who knows? He's supposed to speak today, but he's late forever. Uh, Zelensky's speech was so well done, it referred to instances that we have faced in this country and how they parallel circumstances in Ukraine. He said, now is the darkest time for our country, for the whole of Europe. I call on you to do more. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, Americans, in your great history, you have pages that would allow you to understand Ukrainians and understand us right now when we need you right now. Remember Pearl Harbor, the terrible morning of December 7th, 1941, when your sky was black from planes attacking you. Just remember it. He went on, he recalled September 11th, calling that a terrible day when independent territories were turned into battlefields and when innocent people were attacked, attacked from the air. Yes, just like no one else expected, you could not stop it. Our country experiences the same every day. Right now at this moment, every night for three weeks now, various Ukrainian cities, Odessa and and Kukutani, have been bombed, as has Mariupol. Zelensky says Russia has turned the Ukrainian sky into a source of death for thousands of people. They use drones to kill with precision. This is a terror that Europe has not seen for 80 years, and we are asking for a reply, for an answer from this terror from the whole world. Here's uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy on what Ukraine is asking for and what it is not and has not yet asked America to do. Look, I think right now, provide them the mix that they can, prov- that they can create a no-fly zone. The entire time speaking with those in Ukraine and the president himself, he's never asked for American men or women to be in a battle. All he's ever asked for is give us the opportunity to defend ourselves. Don't let us fight with sticks. I've had conversations with the president long before this moment came. 
My advice to him was provide them the armament earlier to deter Putin from ever making these decisions. And the entire time, President Biden always said it would be the sanctions afterwards. And then when the sanctions came, he said it'd take months to work. Well, Ukrainian people cannot wait months. The world cannot wait months if we sit by and watch innocent people being murdered. It is hard to see the images from Ukraine. Vladimir Zelensky played a video for members of Congress, which juxtaposed Ukraine at peace and Ukraine at war. Uh, For me, I noted a couple weeks ago that Ben Dominich of the Federalist had said on special report one night, in our current technological world, we see war in, in ways we never saw it in previous eras. And we got some of that clarity, that full bore dose of reality during, you know, the Iraq war. But this is different because this is like children and women. And our technology has increased even to the point back then it was like, well, we're trying to avenge 9-11. And we were the aggressor. We had a reason for being there. We understood why. Our men and women were coming home without legs and arms or were coming home in body bags. It was a fight that we felt was worth the sacrifice. Now we're trying to decide whether we should get involved and how much we should get involved. And we're compelled to get involved by the fact that a lot of people who did nothing... (laughs) You know, Ukraine didn't fly building, fly planes into buildings in Russia. The whole reason that Vladimir Putin gives for his aggression is made-up propaganda lies. There's no mistreatment of Russian citizens in Ukraine. There's no Nazism. It's, um, it's evil what he's doing. And we stand and we watch evil, and I, I, you know, I'm trying to be a student of history. I'm trying to... Think to myself, right, what's the right thing to do here? What's the smart thing to do in the long term? I just don't see how letting innocent people get murdered in the name of a dictator trying to acquire more land and more power can be being on, as they always say, the right side of history. How many decades did we fight the Cold War? And we won it, thanks to the strong leadership of Ronald Reagan. A friend of mine sent me a Reagan speech last night. And it was so powerful. Honestly, at the time, I didn't appreciate Reagan. I didn't appreciate him. I didn't vote for him. Back then, my faith was in the dumper. And I've had a lot of people call this show and say that the reason why they're conservative Republicans now is because they got serious about their faith. And when you get serious about your faith, you realize you can't be an authentic Christian and vote for a party that willingly and joyfully exterminates innocent, unborn lives. Likewise, I'm watching innocent, born lives being exterminated on my television screen in Ukraine every day. And all we're being asked to do is to give more kind of hands-off aid to Ukraine in the form of Poland wants to give fighter jets, their fighter jets, to Ukraine. All they want is for us to give them jets so that they're not Caught without. Seems a very reasonable request to me.
A very reasonable request to me. Kevin McCarthy on that very issue. It's no different than us providing the javelins or others. The problem is the delay. The problem is this administration has delayed time and again, creating the situation to be worse, giving the wrong message to Putin. When President Biden said in his press conference, well, if they take a little part of Ukraine, as though that was okay. The slowness of moving weaponry to Ukraine to have a determent where Russia would not invade. All of that's been a mistake. The weeks that he has waited now about whether the MiGs could go. How many people have died? Maternity wards have been bombed. You've watched in the video itself. You've watched a leader stand in a capital that's being bombed, not requesting that American men and women go into war. Simply help us provide the weapons that we can defend ourselves. This is an unwarranted war that they did not ask for. But they're willing to defend the right of freedom. We should stand with anyone that's willing to defend freedom and against the atrocities that Putin is doing. It's really hard for me to argue against that. It's really hard for me to argue against that. And it's really hard for me to listen to Vladimir Zelensky talk about the things he's seen and how he's moved and what drives him to lead his people and not also be moved myself. Now I'm almost 45 years old. Today my age stopped when the hearts of more than 100 children stopped beating. I see no sense in life if it cannot stop the death. And this is my main mission as the leader of my people, great Ukrainians. 100 children. And some of those images are there for us to watch. Some of those images were in the video that he showed. Sure, I understand it. It's meant to play on our sympathy, play on our empathy, play on our human recoiling at that kind of horrific evil. But that is, to me, a good part of every human soul. You say, well, he's playing that video to try to move you to do something. Okay, yeah. But shouldn't you be moved by that? Shouldn't we be struck by how awful it is, what's happening to those people? Think about this. You are living at peace in a country where freedom predominates. Not as much as it used to. I get it. But we've got it great. Okay? That was life in Ukraine up until three weeks ago. Then the bombs start falling, and everybody's in denial. We'd be in denial here. There's an attack coming. They're on the border. Remember the videos of the people just going about their business, going out to bars and restaurants and living their life and whatever? There is a part of the human mind that doesn't want to believe that the worst thing can happen. We all think we're invincible. It won't happen. You know, Putin is Putin. He's threatened us before. He won't come in. And then he did come in. And the people who hadn't left had missed the opportunity to leave. And still, I think a lot of them thought, nah, it won't come here. I'm in Kiev. I'm way inland. It's not going to happen. Now it's happened. And so they're trying to get out. And the cities are bombed, and the bridges are blown apart, and you see these like makeshift bridges over the water, and you see 
women in church. And you see them walking where they don't even know. They just hope it's to safety with a suitcase, with the with whatever they can gather. Like right now, something, a bomb hits where you are. doesn't kill you, but you're like, whoa, now I realize this is real. I have to get out of here. And there are military people there. You got to get out, come with us, do this. And you have a few minutes to gather a few things and head you don't know where. And maybe you make it to the border of an adjoining country. Maybe you make it to Canada. Maybe you make it to Mexico. And you're just hoping somebody takes you in. There are millions of Ukrainians in that situation right now. Millions of them. And... They're in that situation, I believe, because we projected weakness on the world stage and we issued a lot of threats and a lot of press releases and a lot of promises, but we didn't make it hurt before Vladimir Putin went in. And he watched what happened in Afghanistan and he doubted our will and our resolve and he was right to. I don't mean he was right to do what he did, but he was sure right to doubt our resolve and our president's leadership. And so I'm just watching and waiting and wondering, A, what the right thing is, but what feels like the right thing to me is doing more than what we're doing right now, a lot more than what we're doing right now, without getting our own boys and girls involved. I'm not up to that point yet, but we're not being asked to do that yet. And so I don't understand why we won't do what we're being asked to do, because it seems a pretty safe way for us to do everything we can to backstop freedom in a country that didn't ask for this and didn't deserve this and needs our help. So we have a very important interview coming up at 12.05. Diane Stover of ProtectOhioChildren.net is going to be part of a panel and part of a discussion on Saturday at a seminar on social-emotional learning. It's one of the leftist agendas in our schools. Remember the nonsensical, oh, 12-year-olds have their sexual identity and their gender all figured out. You adults, (laughs) you're too stupid to figure it out, too stupid to grasp the concept. This is an issue you need to become informed on as a parent. And so we'll have the details on the seminar, North Columbus Baptist Church, Saturday, 1230 to 4. Get there, watch it online if you can't get there. But Diane Stover, protectohiochildren.net, will be here to talk about that at 1205. Right now we're talking to Rod in Lancaster, 844-TALK-989, our number. Hi, Rod. Welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Hi, Bruce. Hello. Yeah, so um, on topic here, I I, um, I saw the video, I saw uh President Zelensky's uh, uh, speech, and, you know, the whole situation moves me. I feel sad for the Ukrainian people. I think they have a good leader. I feel bad, bad for the Russian people. I think they have a bad leader uh, that's that's doing bad things. Yep. Uh, so what do we do? Ugly. So what should we well, do? And, well, and that's the question. War is ugly, and what we saw in the video is war. And, and I mean, we're rarely face-to-face with it like these folks are, and it's, it's terrible. It's ugly. I hate it. The problem is, is there's wars all over the country that this kind of thing happens. We just don't get to see it on video. When should we get involved and how should we get involved is the question. And that's what you're asking. It is. 
and I'm concerned about uh, uh, what his his appeal is to is to you know close the sky, and in our effort to do that, there's no way that we're not going to get involved deeper than I mean it's we're not just going to go over there and Russia go home. I mean they're we're going to be air to air. What is with the risk? And we're gonna... I understand. I understand your uh, trepidation. What is the yeah. risk? What is the risk in allowing Poland? to send the fighters that Poland wants to send. We do not put American planes or American pilots in the air, but we allow Poland to give Ukraine what it wants to give, what Zelensky has asked for. We are standing in the way of giving him what he's asked for, and it's not coming with, you know, an American flag on the side of it or an American pilot inside it. I'm trying to figure out what our holdup on that is. Bruce, that's a good question, and and especially after our Secretary of State seemed to me to commit to that, uh, I mean, we're, we're he didn't we're gonna, seem to. Do, he did. He did commit to yeah, that. Right, a one-for-one replacement, basically, of their planes that that whatever they donate. So, yeah, that and and see, here's my here's my concern is we've got to be extremely careful. In my opinion, I mean that that is just another. What you're seeing is the result of a of a weak administration. Correct. And and you've got a weak administration, and I'm sorry, but I think we have woke generals. And and I think it, I love my country, but but of all times to get involved in anything that could have potentially end in a third world war, this is like the worst time to catch us. I mean, this is not this is not good timing for this. It is and not. I'm just concerned about. Yeah. Uh, and I think all your concerns are well placed, Rod. They are all well placed. I think we're all struggling to try to figure this out. What does this action mean? What does it lead to? To your first point about there are wars everywhere and there are conflicts everywhere and we see this one and we don't see those and we don't get involved. My position on that is any place in the world where freedom is being attacked in a country where they are not in a generational conflict, I don't want to get involved in the Middle East. I don't want to get involved in Africa. And no matter what Joy Reid says, it's not because the people look different than I do. It's because those nations have been at war forever. Ukraine is a nation at peace. It has been at peace since the USSR broke up. Everything's fine over there until Vladimir Putin provokes this situation. So for me, if you don't defend peace there, This has the potential to become worse. And you are exactly right, Rod. This is a result of our weakness. Taiwan, China, Iran, Iraq, Iran, Israel. There are a lot of potential explosive situations that bad people are watching to see what we do or if we do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.